0: podcast. Getting ready for summer. This episode was recorded on September 22nd, 2021. I've designed this podcast to give you all the information you need to keep your pool in tip-top condition all year round. The Pool Man podcast is written and produced by me, And is intended as a guide only. I always recommend that you employ the services of a professional pool technician should you encounter any problems that you're unable to solve yourself. Welcome to the 12th episode of the Pool Man Podcast. And last time I released an episode, we still had some degree of freedom here in New South Wales. But thanks to the Delta variant of COVID-19, we're in an extended lockdown here in Sydney and in Melbourne. Luckily, we now have the vaccine making its way into arms all around the country at the moment. And we're learning to live with COVID, largely by doing the right thing and following the rules and above all, looking out for each other. Unfortunately, with the lockdown, there's always going to be some who think they know better than the doctors and the scientists and the government, and they want to do the exact opposite of what they're being asked to do. This has seen the emergence of a very new type of moron, the freedom-from-sanity protesters. These people are both self-serving and extremely selfish, and in trying to advance their anti-vaccine movement... They not only put themselves at risk, they put every other person who's doing the right thing at risk as well, from police officers to the general public. I just don't get their logic. They don't like being in lockdown, but their very actions will actually extend the lockdown. That's Trump-level logic, and it's got no place in this country. So how is all this COVID restriction affecting pool service guys and girls out there? Well, from a residential pool service perspective, incidentally, that's about 95% of my business, I'm currently not allowed to service any residential pools, only public pools. Mercifully, I'm permitted to attend emergency situations like breakdowns, but that's about it. At the beginning of a new pool season, I would normally recommend that you enlist the services of a pool technician, but in the current climate, you may struggle to find one at least here in Sydney and in Melbourne. But it's not all doom and gloom because I'm about to give you some tips to kickstart your pool and get it up to spec yourself for the coming summer season. There's plenty of YouTube videos out there on basic pool care, but step one is definitely water chemistry. If you have a test kit, and more importantly, if you know how to use a test kit, you're probably in pretty good shape But if you're not too sure how to read the results or what to do with them you can take a sample into your local pool shop and they'll give you a breakdown of the current state of your water chemistry and what you need to do to bring it back in line. The levels relate to pH level, alkalinity, calcium, chlorine, algoside and probably most importantly salt level, that's assuming you're running a saltwater chlorinator. The number one cause of damage to your salt cell and chlorinator power pack is lack of salt. Make sure you always follow the manufacturer's recommendation for salt level. Most require a minimum of 4000 parts per million, but I like to run mine at about 5.5 just to be safe. It's really surprising how quickly your pool water dilutes with wet weather, and we've certainly had some heavy rain in Sydney recently. It's always a good idea to make sure that you regularly test and top up your salt level. Also check your salt cell for excessive calcification and clean the cell using an approved salt cell cleaning solution. This should minimise the damage to the cell over the traditional 90% water to 10% hydrochloric acid mix that tends to be very caustic to the salt cell metal. Once you have the water chemistry back in order, you'll want to do a thorough inspection of the pump, the filter, and all related pipe work for any active water leaks or signs of constant water leaks. These can be a simple case of a pump lead O-ring not being seated properly, or a barrel union O-ring deteriorating with the chlorinated water. The barrel unions may have worked their way loose and require only a tightening to stop the leak. You'll also want to inspect any on-roof solar heating collector tubes and panel plumbing for leaks. This can be a frightening job depending on the position of the collector and the height and pitch of the roof it sits on. I'm a licensed drone operator and I do provide a drone inspection service for solar heating as well as other hard to reach areas, so if you're in need for that service give me a call. I can provide you with a 4K 60 frame per second video of the inspection so we can really punch in close and locate any leaks, even very fine leaks, without ever having to get on the roof. A good backwash and clean out of your filter will ensure that your pool is being filtered more efficiently and you'll get that diamond-like crystal clear water in no time at all. Coming into summer you'll want to set your run times at around 4 hours morning, 4 hours afternoon to ensure that you put that water volume through the filter at least twice daily. And more importantly, that your chlorinator is producing enough chlorine to keep the water free of impurities. There you go, you've effectively become your own pool service technician. So, listener feedback. I've received a message on the Facebook page from a lady named Cassie of Canberra in the ACT, who asks, I took a water sample into Bunnings and had it tested. The tests revealed that I had a very low salt level and suggested that I add 160 kilos of salt to my pool water. What brand of salt should I be using? Well, I would say that any brand of salt is better than no salt at all. Personally, I use a brand of salt from a company called Salt International. It comes in a 20 kilo clear plastic bag with blue writing. And you'll expect to pay anywhere from $12 to $15 a bag, depending on where you buy it. I like this salt for two reasons. Firstly, it's food-grade salt, so you know it doesn't have any metal elements that you find in some of the budget brand salts on the market. And secondly, it's really fine, so it dissolves a lot quicker in the water than the coarser varieties. So I hope that answers your question, Cassie. Next message was via email from Marcus in Liverpool, who said... Hi, guys. I'm in the market for a pool cover. What do you recommend, and how much can I expect to pay? G'day, Marcus. I've only ever used Daisy pool covers. They're probably the most well known and, and one of the longest running companies doing this sort of stuff. They have the longest roller and blanker warranty on the market, and their options are many when it comes to roller type, size, powered rollers, underground rollers, under bench seat rollers, and difficult installations. If you're handy with a set of tools, their blankets and rollers are supplied in kit form, and it's a fairly easy task to install them. But if you'd prefer them to do it, they also have a full delivery and installation service. I've sent you a message, Marcus, and I'll organise a time to get out there and measure up for a quote. Finally... I have an email from Michael up in Belmont, New South Wales. Hi there. Can I buy replacement electrodes for an SMT-150 Saltmaster chlorinator? If so, how much would that cost, including freight? How are you doing, Michael? I think you might mean Saltmate SMT-150. That's a pretty popular chlorinator, and they manufacture them just down the road from me in Campbelltown. You're looking at around $350, including GST, for the sell. And if you allowed another $15 to $20 for freight costs, that should get you out of trouble. Once again, I do really appreciate your messages and the fact that you take the time to send them in. I look forward to corresponding with you guys every week. You can email your questions to thepoolmanpodcast at gmail.com and put the word question in the subject field. It just helps me sort through them a bit more easily. So feel free to drop me an email and I'll do my best to answer them in an upcoming episode. I'm also working on some basic green pool and new season recovery kits that'll be available for mail order soon. I'm currently speaking to my chemical suppliers and as soon as I have them ready to go, I'll let you guys know on the website and through a special bonus podcast episode. You can also use this email address if you'd like me to come out and have a look at your pool. If it's too far for me personally, I'm happy to hook you up with a professional pool technician in your area, Australia wide. This production was made by me and should only be used as a guide to keep your swimming pool clean and clear. I always recommend that you employ the services of a professional pool technician should you have any issues that you're unable to solve yourself. I have a Facebook page. You can find it over at facebook.com/slash/thepoolmanpodcast, and have a look at the Poolman website, where you'll find all the show notes for the podcast, info on my business, and tips and tricks on keeping your pool sparkling. Head over to thepoolmanpodcast.wixsite.com/slash/thepoolman, or thepoolmanpodcast.podbean.com. Just search for The Poolman Man Podcast in Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Stitcher Radio, Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, or just about everywhere the podcasts are served. Or you can just go to thepoolmanpodcast.podbean.com and search for The Poolman Man Podcast. I do ask that after you listen, could you please give me a rating and subscribe so you'll automatically get the next episode when it becomes available. It also gets my numbers up, so I rank a little higher, and that really helps other people find me too. So I thank you very much in advance for that. So stay safe and stay in touch at thepoolmanpodcast at gmail.com. I hope you can join me again for the next episode of The Poolman Podcast. Coming soon to a podcatcher near you.